Hello, I'm Charlie Clemos. You're listening to Fanfara Tetete, where we have conversations, build connections, and establish links with all the people crossing Fanfara's path. For this episode, I'm joined by Fanfara's co-founder, Freya Kier, and Eduardo Leon, former co-director of Radio Rietveld, the Herit Rietveld Academy's in-house radio station. Radio Rietveld and Fanfara will together be curating a lounge at the opening of the Rietveld graphic design department's show, Always at Risk, Yet Never in Danger at the Stedelijk Museum on the 29th of September. Eduardo, uh, perhaps we could start with you explaining how Radio Rietveld began. At the beginning, the idea was like mostly to have like a real radio, but then uh, it turns out that the funny and exciting part was more like I have these like living rooms or like organizing like kind of events and like environments and inviting people yeah. to chill more than, you know, have this live streaming uh, shows or something like also because technically no one was good at it and because it was fun and I didn't have so much to do in the first year. No, I <laughs> was but I quiet. Re- yeah and I remember these uh, very colorful uh, pretty nice posters starting to hang around yeah. at school when you started and also I think coming back to what you started out by saying that it would became also something about like the social uh, like almost an event-based approach to it, because I also remember like an outdoor radio session yeah. under the tree, and it was really good weather, and people were just laying down, and there was a radio bitfold session. Yeah, that was the first on. episode. And it was this picnic and uh, in the garden. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we invited Fina, and she was like rapping, and then live uh, rapping. Yeah, live rapping, and um, and then basically we like have like snacks and then we inject vodka on or- with oranges and they're like squirting <laughs> everywhere <laughs> so that was a bit of a mess but uh, yeah that was pretty nice that was the first one and then the second one with Laurits he was playing mm-hmm. with the prey that was like also still outside because we started in April so it was good weather yeah and then I went in exchange and I didn't do anything I managed to organize one event there. Yeah, because then you actually took Radio Redfield abroad. Yeah, and actually, yeah, I did once there, and that was like also nice. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I only managed to do one because it was also my last week. And how how was the attendance actually? Because then I can imagine like suddenly you do Radio Redfield in an environment where that was, people don't know. That was hardcore. Actually, it was really tough. But um, also because the school was really big, like. Zetaleka, you know, like more than 5,000, no, 2,000 students maybe. So mm-hmm. all the departments are together. And so I just have a, had an open call and then I invite just open stage, do whatever you want. Like on, if you're like a musician, do maybe different things. And, uh, but it was pretty funny because then I met this guy who was like DJing with a drone, for instance, Simon, and then he buy the radio. DJing with a drone? Yeah, so he connected the city just to a drone and there was this drone going around in the, in the room. And there was this drone like, you know, Playing, but didn't really work out. Uh, just last for five minutes. And this was this was two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. So I yeah exactly. So I did I, I, I did only two episodes in mm-hmm. my first year, and then I went in exchange, and then I did one episode in Zurich. Then I can I didn't do anything the second year because it was really busy, mm. and then I kind of redo it the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, actually, well, Simon was pretty cool because like, he invited the radio to play during his performance at Manifesto. 
And then with Alexander we went to Zurich and then we had these towels and then we had this performance in a, in a fountain and just like kind of... For that specific event you also made products, right? Yeah. So he has this like project about uh, Paradise Retreat, was his um, sculpture, like in the off Paradise Manifesta was like this kind of cube. And yeah, it was just people they invited to chill, basically to rest from the uh, exhibition. Mm. And then he invited Ready to, in a way, like curate or like provide like music or I don't know, some kind of uh, retreatment. Mm. And then, yeah, we just made like, these towels with uh, Alexander and Lauritz. And then we made this small series of towels and then we just basically invite people to wash themselves in the fountains. <laughs> so it was very simple. What was the kind of intent? Was it to do with just like getting people to congregate or...? No, well, the idea was like um, basically to welcome people to the, um, to the installation. Mm. And then at the end like, we start to kind of basically have a talk about what is the radio and then um, it was really warm, unexpectedly, it was super, super warm, and mm. we didn't really have a plan, which is like, okay, I mean, they're here, but nothing is really going on. So, and also we had this towel, because um, was it the idea, like, you know, this, like, when you go to the super uh, expensive hotels, also that's where the logo comes from, you know, this mm. uh, radio <coughs> type Yeah, the, the radio yeah, exactly. of the, oh, the logo of the radio, we yeah, exactly. very royal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This hotel, you know, five star, they welcome you with like fresh towels and say welcome to the luxury. Yeah, exactly. This luxury, but cheap luxury. To take it back to the radio or the sound medium, now I'm like trying to get it towards also radio ritual with fanfare the state Actually, it's it's quite interesting then working with this uh, medium of sound because it's pretty flexible you don't there's not necessarily a production cost to it it also travels pretty easily or it, I actually think that there's many reasons for us to set up this sound visual design lounge at the opening at the state league but it also somehow ironically has has come to reflect that the budgets that we have for doing something here is so low that producing anything new visual content-wise, there's just not room for. So, but it's also it's interesting, like design-wise as well, because now, for instance, that we're gonna work with everyone involved comes with a graphic design background, so not necessarily meaning that they call themselves graphic designers, but um, I should probably just like ask what is happening next week for people who don't know. What's the basis for it? How did it happen? The graphic design department of the Rietfeld is having an opening at uh, the State League Museum in Amsterdam coming Friday. And um, for that occasion, Fanfaro was invited along to produce a, p a program which would be more active, potentially also involving more people then that there's room for, time for, budget for, in the exhibition itself. So yeah, the idea was actually to involve as much pe people as possible. Mm. And I mean, the jingle was a good format because it's like short, you can get a lot of people in once. Yeah, so we invited, um, I think past the past, 
four years of alumni uh, to produce a jingle. You invite everybody from the alumni? Well, I think it was like 150 people that got wow. invited, yeah. yeah. So, not everyone, of course, will be there. <laughs> but this is like quite a nice way of leading back to what you're saying, like about this kind of like the richness of something that is crowdsourced in a way, you know, mm -hmm. like that you buy kind of this quite compartmentalized, like decentralized, I suppose, like contribution mm. of like 20 seconds. And it, it has like a... Six seconds, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very compressed. It's not of importance, but... Yeah, yeah, but like that's really... Um, I mean, that's totally doable for people, right? Like, so this is... How is it going to work? Are you going to press a button? Yeah. And we have a person... Uh, there will be someone turning vinyl uh, the whole evening occasionally interrupted by jingles advertising our It's gonna be like, yeah, exactly, like five seconds of like kind of a presentation. Yeah, yeah. And um, then there's... Somehow I like it that a lot of people actually do not really know what's gonna happen on Friday, so I also wouldn't... As this will be shared probably before Friday, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say too much, but then on top of that there'll be... Uh, we've invited a selection of uh, graphic design, former graphic design students who are working primarily with sound and um, so there'll be works from them and also a final live concert. How important is it to like define the parameters? It's kind of like, uh, I think it would be if baking an apple pie, we gave the ingredients and the amount of time it had to be in the oven or something. But beside of that, it could be you could chop the apple as you wanted to, yeah, or yeah. caramelize the sugar and well, yeah. feed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> well, with beer, right? There's only four ingredients and a lot of t different. Well, I think actually maybe we had four points yeah. of of ingredients for people, and then of course those contributions, which are um, challenging those borders, but I think that's I, I blame the Ritfeld mentality yeah. <laughs> for that too. Even the very limited. Even the time in the oven has been <laughs> challenged. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's quite sweet. Like, well, we did actually. Um, now, Lud and I was sending out those ingredients, and we did we did discuss how precise we should be, how much liberty, and and then somehow I think it sparks creativity to be pretty like really to create the framework then somehow people find it more funny to challenge that framework than to actually stay within it yeah, yeah. Mm. but it's but it's interesting i mean i can imagine quite a lot of people also receiving this invitation and thinking like what sound i don't have any experience whatsoever with working with this medium so of course it's also yeah. we the whole reason for initiating this it's relatively new opportunities being created by the sort of digital media. I mean, it's not new, obviously, but like the idea of recording sounds as, as a sort yeah. of design prospect, I suppose, is... Well, there's also like one aspect about the, the, the radio read, but like there, yeah. there's always been people who've been interested in music, right? But mm. of course, since it's not, I mean, it's not always been visible, because there was no platform or like official platforms to 
you know, also get to know people like, ah, you're a DJ, ah, you play music, you know, how do you know that I can play music with you or how do I know that mm. you like this kind of music? So that was also the main idea of the radio, like, to make visible or at least get to know people within the school who is really into music. And it, that was not also related with graphic design, it was more like a, an overview. Mm. But how do you think, like, um, this idea of the principles of graphic design or what is graphic design, mm. right? How, how has that affected certain people that you've been working with? You mean like in, in well, the like, specific context of the Rinfield? Well, for for instance, instance, like this work, to my mind anyway, that you're presenting, yeah. while it's sound, is very like, it, it, it's like, it, it kind of displays quite a lot of a graphic design but repertoire of behavior. Like, you know, kind of like altering images, but you're just like using the same tool, but rather have an image, you know, open your Photoshop file, which is like, you know, playing with filters, uh, adding layers and something like that with sound. I think it's a very classical, I mean, or somehow I think within the past 50 years, or at least development of a lot of different media and communication tools, a lot of opportunities of expressing yourself or of um, transforming content into different kinds of mediums. For instance, sound has become possible and I think that's something which you also mm. see in many fields, also in graphic design. And, and the interface of um, these like ready-made apps, for instance, that makes everything more like accessible and, and playful. You know, like you just like can download some jingles in that. Yeah, and <laughs> then you can just like open the app, you know, play with the colors, and then each color is a sound. So, so mm. it's very like you know, in a way, very playful and childish. Yeah. And I think that's what people is also willing to experiment. It's quite nice this like idea of the fact that there was a huge technical limitation to making like sound art. Uh, because it might sound overwhelming, it did like, hey, make a jingle, and I'm like, okay, how do I open GarageBand? Or, yeah. I mean, you know, like record my And own then you sound. just need to up to download an app. You need an iPhone. Theory. You just need your iPhone. There's yeah. no excuse for not you just need having sent one in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a shout out to all the people <laughs> yeah. that didn't. Download your app. Yeah. <laughs> Get an iPhone. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I think, so the, the Soundworks, which has been, uh, which will be on display, is, um, is primarily, or at least some of them, without naming names, but are very, um, I mean, very playful and, um, explorative in the sense of how to use words or how to play with words and yeah. you can always almost imagine how it would look like if it was visually expressed or if it was if it was on a screen yeah but um but it, but it is a, there is very much a tendency of attention towards this field of sound and sound as an independent genre and you see um the sandberg having a department of master of voice right master yeah. of voice you see I mean, it's happened more times recently that I've come by soundworks at museums or installations where, again, immateriality, the room will be empty, but there's a sound work and that's the piece. And it, um, I think, I think there's, a, there's quite an interesting attention and development within using sound as, as a main medium. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about this today because, like, obviously we're... Uh, kind of at the cusp of like producing some some sort of conversational series, right? We haven't really worked out the format or parameters yet, if we ever do. Um, and the question of whether or not to go video, you know, like to 
the technical leap that that might require is probably too great anyway. But um, what the the incentive of it is that social media really does act visually, right? Like yeah. you know, we we don't have an Instagram for sounds. Um, Not yet. But that's my, maybe a good idea. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. saying is you know just that there's not maybe some sort of integration of this like mm. ability to produce and I mean it is also good uh, I think the good way to use voice is also a good tool for people who's a bit like maybe shy to be in front of the camera or like you know when yeah I don't know have an interview or something so I, th- I feel also that's also pretty interesting that most of the people maybe they're more like aware of their voice yeah. like maybe like more confident just you know it's mm. me and my voice and then just spread it over than maybe being in front of the camera sometimes and it's yeah but actually I think I think uh, this is something which is interesting to uh, like continue talking about maybe next time where we could would um, sit with some of the people who produced these works because I mean we can speculate in what in the attention yeah. but Radio Rebelt, Fun But I'm, I'm wondering also, if, do you think that there's a reason for specifically um, graphic designers to start using sound as a substitute actually for visual or like print, printed matter for instance? Yeah, I mean like... Thinking I think for instance of some of the works that are going to be in the show. It's always been there actually. It's just need to think like a body maybe, more like how to bring this more like um, yeah outside the department sometimes or like how to create more like a content mm-hmm. which is also like I think what you will are uh, pretty important about part of what you will experience at the state lake next Friday is also um, about the space which will be created almost as a lounge setting um, allowing people also to come together and chill it will be soft and there will be music and somehow we're using sound and music also as a tool for something socially engaging and um, and I think that's quite something quite important or quite important value that that medium has that it's not like an individual or it's not necessarily an individual experience but yeah. more um, a gathering sound alone is a bit boring no? mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's nice to create always it's, uh, yeah so there's really a huge consideration about the space and the visual also considerations yeah. but framing it's also, the sound. It's also like also how image is always supported by sound in a way, also a kind of like a natural step when you start doing images. Maybe it's also like, ah, okay, why I don't treat my images as a sound? And I think that's also very natural in the examples that we mm-hmm. that are going to be there. That's it sounds like, I mean, considering a band, the image is, is the lead guitar and the singing, right? But without this sort of rhythm section. Yeah, although the drums was always my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that like people prefer one or the other, oh, but no. more just that like the sound element of the um, the exhibition <coughs> coming up at the State Lake is almost like providing the kind of rhythm. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit too easy. Anyway, we can go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Which I made of it. Okay. Right. Thanks. Thanks.
Fanfara Tete Tete is a Fanfara production hosted by me, Charlie Clemos, and Fanfara co-founder, Freya Kier. The jingles that you heard at the beginning, end, and throughout the show were produced by Reetfeld alumni as part of the graphic design department's show Always in Risk, Yet Never in Danger, on at the Stadelic on the 29th of September 2017. You can follow this series on Fanfara's Facebook page or by subscribing to Fanfara Tete Tete on the podcast app.